In today's episode, Laura and I will be discussing part two of What Would Jesus Do? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Oracle and Warrior podcast. My name is Tina, and I am one of God's oracles. And my name is Laura, and I am one of God's warriors. Sound crazy? Welcome Welcome to to our our world. So, tell me, Tina, what would Jesus do this time around, (laughs) the second time around? (laughs) Well, uh, as we said before, it depends on the situation. So, I say we go ahead and dive right in and discuss the first one. What is the the, first one we're discussing? The next one that we had from the search we did was, um, you know, what made Jesus angry? So, what came up? Um, the continuation is self-righteous judgmentalism. So religious phonies. Boop, boop, that boop, is, boop, boop. I believe yours and mine as well. Our biggest beef with organized religion is the judgment inside um, those four walls. Yeah. The, <laughs> the fact that it is so many people, it is more important what they do on Sunday inside church. And I'm not interested in that. Mm-hmm. Because when you're surrounded by a group of like-minded people, they all uh, proclaim to love Jesus and Mm -hmm. everything, Um, it's easy to do the right thing. What I'm curious about, what I'm concerned about, and what I think Jesus is concerned about is, what are you doing on Monday? Once you hit the streets. Yeah. (laughs) What are you you doing Monday? Yeah. So, And it says, you know, we love to think we are better than them, don't we, right? (laughs) We're all better. I'm better than them. At least I'm not as bad, you know, and so on. So we often think too highly of ourselves, and it sort of goes on to when we are judging sin, right? What what makes I was thinking that, the same thing. What yeah. makes that sin better or worse? Like, oh, I sinned, but not as bad as that person. So we aren't as good as we think we are most of the time. And Jesus got mad at those who thought they were all that. So most commonly, Jesus got mad at the religious leaders, you know, because they were really just religious phonies. And we can't say all of them, but a lot of them. Yes. They pretended to be good, but in reality, they were just as messed up as everybody else and sometimes even worse, right? Because they have even and, more restrictions put right. on them. And there's no, there's no judgment on them being no, just as messed human. up with as us. But the next part is yeah. what, it, it wasn't that he was mad that they were just as flawed as the rest of us. It's, they wouldn't admit. There we go. To it and acknowledge their own sin. Exactly. Je- Jesus uh, famously called out this hypocrisy by saying they wash the outside side of the cup, but ignore the inside. Sort of like when my daughter does dishes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny because my daughters wash the outside of the cup, but they don't wash the inside. <laughs> and that, that washing the cup is Matthew 23, 25 through 32. They cared more about what the people thought of them. They would appear to be righteous, nice and shiny on the outside, right? And in doing so, they ignored the dirtiness in their hearts. In other words, they ignored what was most important for the sake of of appearances. So it's important to note that Jesus wasn't mad at them because of their sin. He was mad because they pretended that they were better than they were. Jesus came for the sinners and the sick, and he got mad at those who were self-righteous. So what made Jesus mad? The religious leaders that pretended to have it all together while ignoring the sinfulness of their heart. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because um, the the key to forgiveness mm-hmm. is acknowledging uh, that there that you have had wrongdoing. You know what I mean? Um, it is important to say, hey, you know what? I made a mistake. And we're expected to. That's part of the human experience. Yes. There, you know, and I don't even, 
you know, I don't call them mistakes. I call them learning experiences yeah. because it's all part of becoming a better human. I don't think it's a mistake unless you continuously repeat repeatedly over do and over with the and awareness over. that you're purposely doing it. Exactly. You know, and, and it's like, you know, everybody's like that saying of like, well, I'm not perfect like Jesus. Well, Jesus wasn't perfect yeah. either. <laughs> well, and that's the yeah. thing. Yeah, go ahead. So Yeah, no, just his, his human side made mistakes. Well, and that's the thing. That's what I was basically just going to say is that we oftentimes, well, most of the time, people forget that he is he human. was human. Mm -hmm. He was human when he was a, a miraculous, amazing human. Yes. <laughs> but but human, flesh and blood. Mm -hmm. If he wasn't human, they could not have crucified him. Correct. And you know, I I know that you've heard me talk about this before, but you know that was one of the things um, that when I, I had a little chat with Jesus one time and he said to me, he said, you know, they don't honor me. And I said, you are one of the most honored yeah. people that, I, that ever lived. And he said, but they don't honor me because they never talk about all of the times that I was ostracized. They never talk about all of the times that I cried alone. Mm -hmm. They never talk about the fact that I was a man and I was scared to death and I got up on that cross anyways. Uh. I did it, but I was a man. I didn't become a god until after three days. You have to excuse me a second. I got a tickle in my throat. You go right ahead. <coughs> <coughs> so the, the bottom line is, is that... Um, you know, he feels like we don't honor the fact that he was a man on this earth and all of the things that he did, all the courageous, amazing things he did, he did as a man. Mm -hmm. And he had lessons and trials just like we did. Yes. Uh, or we do, yeah. you know. And again, not comparing us to how amazing and uh, fantastical he <laughs> yes. is. Uh, but that's the mm -hmm. thing is that he feels like it's not honoring him when we talk about him as a god mm -hmm. when he was human. Yes. Because yes, all of the amazing things he did for a god, that's easy. Boop, boop, yeah, boop. Miraculous. But we honor him when we say, wow, he was a man. He was a man and he accomplished what he accomplished. Exactly. You know I mean? He didn't a come down as a, being. as a miraculous God, like you said. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he told me, he said, society doesn't want you to see the human in mm -hmm. me because society doesn't want you to realize that you have the strength within mm -hmm. you to do all that I did. And I can't remember the, the scripture, but the, when he says... Um, you are able to do the same miracles I can, and you will do even uh -huh. greater ones. And this kind of the, the reason that all of this comes up is, you know, just to wrap up the the last one of the religious holy leaders. Uh -huh. Christ didn't choose his twelve disciples uh, out of royalty or or out Look at of that perfect guy over there exactly <laughs> yeah. out of royalty or out of. Um, people who were religious leaders or anything, Christ picked the everyday average human. Mm -hmm. People who had 
many learning experiences. Many, many, many. Like, yeah, I don't know if anybody here has watched The Chosen. Um, you it's actually about it. free. I really yeah, and it's actually free um, online. And yeah, the stories, because they, they talk in the Bible, they talk briefly about uh, each of the apostles' history. But when they go into it, you know, um, just how they were as a human and and the trials that they were facing. And one of them was even, a, you know, like cheating his taxes and, right. and trying to get out of his taxes. So, yeah, none of them, none of them were perfect. So, but, yeah, and then my, my biggest beef with the religious leaders, and I'm not going to pick on anyone religion in particular, but there are some religions with known pedophilia going on and it gets swept under the rug. How, how, how does this keep happening and how do people keep and yes, I know, under the rug. Yeah, and I know, like we said, the, the priests and the pastors and, the, you know, what, whatever religion it is, they're all human and they all make mistakes. But for the, the sins of the flesh that are going on, there was no way I could be affiliated with this. Well, remember our last the last thing that we were talking about in the in part one was the great love that Jesus has for, for children. children. So do you truly believe that Christ is okay with anyone harming a yes. child, much less someone Maybe using his word yeah. or father's word to manipulate a child into uh, being abused or a family into mm-hmm sitting down and shutting up about it. Yeah, I, went, I was raised, as I've said many times, in a Catholic church. And as a child, I didn't know. But as an adult, I found out we had a couple of kids commit suicide. They had been sexually molested by the priest that I hung out with every day. Apparently, he well, didn't like little girls. He liked little boys. Well, and even if he did like little girls, I have no doubt that even as a small child, he would have been worried about that protractor <laughs> that you kept in your pocket, the one you stabbed in the guy's leg. Yeah. So I, you, you've been a warrior from birth, and predators are very good at picking out uh, those who they can abuse and get away with. Yeah, I, I wasn't one to stay quiet if I was uncomfortable. No. So yeah, me either. <laughs> me either. So, but let's go on to the next yes. one, which is um, another thing that made it made Christ very angry was when people made it difficult for people to get to God, you know? (laughs) Yes. If you're on your period, you can't go into church because you are (laughs) unclean, (laughs) et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So this one, uh, this one and the last one actually go hand in hand. And the reason that Jesus often got mad at the religious phonies is because they made it hard for people to get to God, to get to his father. Um, They complicated the rules. They sold sacrifices for profit. And they even belittled those who weren't as, quote, good as Mm. them, you know. And they did this all so that they could look better and feel better about themselves. Sounds like a a bully. Yeah. And, (laughs) and I mean, you know, we're not pointing fingers um, because I think everybody at some point in time— you know, uh, in our minds and behind people's backs, we have We've gossiped mm-hmm. and, you know, we have said things that aren't kind. And I'm not saying that we're better than those who do that, but we're not talking about whether or not we're better. We're talking about what made Jesus mad. And this was something that just infuriated oh, yeah. him. I mean, one of our one of our last few podcasts ago was, you know, all these, you know, if your hand, if you were maimed or your hand was, you know, 
disfigured you couldn't go to the oh to, if your nose was crooked yeah. you couldn't you, the priest yeah, said that my, you couldn't go before god nothing this, ugly could be before god yeah mind you this was all old testament but just those rules and just the woman after birth and was unclean for 30 or 60 days and you couldn't it, can you talk to sydney she has a ward on her thumb and i feel like maybe she shouldn't be in my presence <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, to to believe that God or Christ are so arrogant that that they would see their their brother or their child as less because they had a crooked nose. Yeah, I wonder if this is what brought back you know in the day where uh, disfigured kids or special needs kids were just sent away. Like, I don't want them embarrassing my family and in the present. I mean, if they did it as religious leaders, why wouldn't you do it as a family? You know what I mean? Turn them away. That's possible. That's yeah. very, very no, possible. No, just a thought that popped in my head. If anybody would like to be a guest and would like to chime in, uh, please feel free to request to be a guest. Mm-hmm. You do not have to agree with us uh, whatsoever. We just ask that you speak in a polite and respectful manner. And you're more than welcome to come on as a guest and know what you think Jesus would do. Yeah. Give us (laughs) give us your opinion. We'd like to hear what you have to say. This is ultimately, though, what caused Jesus to actually like start flipping tables in the temple twice. Once in John 2, 13 through 17 and once in Matthew 21, 12 through 17. Um, And what was happening was the religious leaders, they were selling the sacrifices required what they said was required by God's Absolutely. law for profit. Yeah, it's like, was there like a bank shoot? You know how they have at the bank where you put the money in it <laughs> shoots to the teller. Like, was there one to God? Like, here you go, God. Here's your, here's, here's your, your gold. Money. Here's your gold. <laughs> um, but they would uh, extort poor families who had traveled from far and great at great expense to follow what they were told was God's law. Yeah. And they were extorted. Yeah. And we sort of talked about this last one when he made, uh, the whip. It was it was in our other podcast. Yes. The yes, first yes, yes. one. Yeah. Yeah. But it it really it made him so angry that he actually made a whip to drive them out. Um because they were making it harder. These religious leaders were making it harder for people to get to God so that they could just make money. And uh people anytime that you make it more difficult to get to God, mm-hmm. Jesus is going to get riled up. Yeah. He is going to get riled up because that's not okay. No. It's not okay. And because his whole purpose, all of our purposes here on earth, is to speak our truth in a polite and respectful manner mm-hmm. and allow other people to hear it or not. Yeah. And if they don't, that's okay. Perfect. But we don't have a right to use God's word ever to judge another human because if God gave us free will and we try to take another human's free will by telling them who they must be or God won't love them, is that not putting ourselves above the God of all creation? Therefore breaking the first commandment, which is thou shall put no God before me. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. I wonder how many parents though, or, you know, I imagine, I'm going to pull a little Ricky Bobby here. Like, I imagine Jesus. Ricky like, Bobby. Like a big brother, right, in a Leonard Skinner t-shirt. <laughs> pulls up on a motorcycle. No. Um, like, if Jesus was my brother, and in order for me to see my father, I had to, you know, my you had to earthly ask father, you know, yeah. I had to ask for permission and pay a prize and pay a fee. With that. My father would not no. require that to see of me. So why are we looking at 
you know, we call him God, as others may call him differently, but God our Father. Why would, he doesn't require that crap for you to, no. <laughs> to visit him. So, no. yeah. So, my I, earthly brother would be pissed, like, hey, let my sister see my dad. father. Yeah. My dad. And, you know, just, I mean, as parents, because, I mean, he is a way better parent than I could ever be. But as a parent, I want for my daughters to, you know, respect each other. Mm-hmm. And... I want for my daughters to bond together and, but if they're at odds, I don't feel like they should stop speaking to me. Yeah. On the contrary, you want them coming to you. Yes. So that I can maybe help broker Mm -hmm. a deal if there, (laughs) if there's one to be brokered. Yes. Hello, amazing listeners. Sorry for the interruption, but Laura and I wanted to ask for your help. There is this cool program that we use called Patreon. When you sign up for Patreon under The Oracle and The Warrior, you will get exclusive gifts from Tina and me. For as little as $5 a month, you can get bonus content, live videos with Laura and me, and let me just say, you know with those videos, anything goes. But we will be fully clothed. (laughs) As well as an awesome The Oracle and Warrior sticker. Another way to help us is to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Reviews are how we grow our listenership. Laura and I love doing this podcast and truly appreciate all of your support. Now back to the show. Again, if anybody would like to come on as a guest, please feel free. Yes. So um, this last point is selfish ambition. So this one sort of builds off the previous one as well, but there is an important distinction. So Jesus often got mad when people had ulterior motives or selfish selfish ambitions, right? He critiques the Pharisees for praying loudly in public, right? There's always that one that's a mm-hmm. show off. Yeah. Like that always sort of got to me. Like when, when I went to my non-denominational church and you had those people that would, um, and don't get me wrong, praise and sing and pray how you want, but it's almost like you could tell that they were doing it out of, you know, look at me. Right. Look it was like if anybody else was praying louder, um, yes. they would pray louder. I can pray louder or, you know, keep your thoughts. You know, I wouldn't go talk to something personal with my dad and have everybody present. Right. It would be one-on-one. And with uh, God, he's not right in front of me. So I keep it in my head. I know he can he can hear me. But anywho, so he would critique the Pharisees for praying loudly in public. That's Matthew 6, 5. Because they were doing so for their own gain. He once said he preferred the pennies of a widow to the large bag of coins from the Pharisees. That's Mark 12, 41 through 44. So he was admonishing the Pharisees because they didn't care about the heart of giving. It was all a show, right? Right. And that made him mad. And it's just like they say, you know, like when they say uh, you make a donation to do it anonymously. Right. Not exactly. to show, say the, told the whole world, look what we did. It, it takes away from it. And, and that's your own gain for people to look at you and be like, Look how good I am. And, that, and that's when they show the stars and like such and such movie star donated $5 million. So I, you know, I don't care. Yeah. But that doesn't make me think that they're better or worse. It just makes me think they got some publicity the, out of the, sharing the $5 million. <laughs> The only way that I would see that as um, look at that and be like, oh, wow, what an amazing person mm-hmm. would be if it was one of those things where they were apologizing. The organization was apologizing um, because that entity wanted to be uh wanted to remain anonymous Mm -hmm. and they and someone leaked it or you know what i mean um finding out that you know they've been donating silently to that Mm -hmm. cause for years that would be something that would make me feel very um drawn to them yeah you know what i mean because they did it anonymously because they could have 
uh, taken that as, you know. Um, And I think of people like uh, Robert Downey Jr., Mm -hmm. who, you know, will go to children's hospitals and will go to, um, you know, all of these different places, uh, like uh, where children have had like their arms amputated Mm -hmm. or leg or something. And he takes robotics with him and 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 gives them to these kids. Mm -hmm. And that that is what I'm impressed with because you don't see that splash all over the no. place. I, I didn't um, even know he did that. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't. Yeah. No, no he's, um, I, those are the kind of things that I find amazing yeah. is donating your time to just, yeah. not just here's a, I made 50 million on a movie. Here's a million. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I got 49. More I mean, it's their them. money to do what they please. I'm not saying they have to donate more, but I'm just saying donating your time to me is more valuable, but that's my personal opinion. And, you know, we always tend to view God as a police officer. If you look at it, right. He just wants us to, obey the law and if we don't he's going to get us so (laughs) he's not really after submissive people who just blindly follow him and as we've said before we want people to question to um, even when they come on here to question us or or give their opinion he doesn't want you just to be like okay you know the sheep as we call it right he's interested in a relationship with his people he wants our heart and then often what happens is we miss that these that the rules are there to bring us closer to him not to police us. Right. And mm-hmm. and a lot of times, though, as you and I have demonstrated many times, a lot of times the rules get misconstrued mm-hmm. because, <laughs> you know, um, what was that phrasing? Um, Spare the rod, spoil the child. Yes. And God never said that. No. It, that was from a play in the 1600s, but yet it was passed down all these years, uh, all of these centuries that that was God's word. Yes. And we just blindly believed it. And I think that in all of the things that have happened over the last four years with this explosion of, of being able to hear God in the way that I do, one of my most embarrassing things is definitely um, that... Um, it is definitely... A, um, I'm so sorry. I just well, that was my fault. Give me a brain fart. <laughs> Laura was pointing something out to me. Sorry. Uh, anyways, it is uh, when he says when he tells me something and it's so clear. You know, uh, I'll give an example. You know, I was like, "Why me? I have tattoos and I cuss and I smoke and you know." And he said, "Read Revelations 19:16." And when I did, it's talking about the second coming of Christ. And it says upon his vestal, so his robe, and his thigh, so his leg. We get to see his thigh. His thigh. (laughs) uh, He bore a mark that read, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. And I said a mark. And he said it wasn't Sharpie. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Christ had a tattoo? That's not possible because I know there's something in there about not cutting or marking the skin. And he said, read it again, child. I said, do not get cuttings or markings in the skin in remembrance of the dead, Mm -hmm. because my children do not die. Energy can be created. It cannot be destroyed. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And so I and he told me, he said, and and all this time, you never once asked me. You just believed what man was teaching you. You never once came to me and said, Hey, I think it's silly. Why? Can you can you help me? Yeah. And like we said before in the first episode is it's not that God doesn't talk to all of us. 
It's that society has told us for so long that we can't hear him. Yeah, we have to go through another man. That we stopped listening. Mm Mm-hmm. That we stopped listening. Yeah, so many rules. There so are. many rules. My daughter had a friend over, and, and um, she let her borrow uh, a shirt because hers had gotten dirty, and it was a you know a tank top. And um, she said, I can wear it here, but when I go home, I need to put a sweatshirt on because I can't show my shoulders because God doesn't want us to show shoulders. Huh? Yeah. I'm sorry. God doesn't want us to show our shoulders for women. How come? I don't know. Women's shoulders are ugly and men's shoulders are attractive. I, I, I did not want to dive into the purpose because this is a young girl. and But I just, you know, I felt very sad for her. I'm just going to say this. <laughs> the God I know can see through clothes. Right. So, you know, I'm You've saying. got x-ray vision. So I think that sounds a lot more like a man said, it'll be easier for me not to rape People, if, not to feel lust for you, not to you feel lust for you shoulders. if you cover yourself. Oh, I know, I know, but yeah, okay. this is what this little girl is being. <sighs> We're gonna have to move on taught. from that. One. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, what are what are our closing thoughts? So, my closing thoughts are uh, basically that Jesus was human. Mm-hmm. He was human when he was on this earth until he was resurrected. He was a human man. He was a really good, kind, loving, amazing human man that had direct contact with Father and could hear him and listened to him and followed what he was asking him to do, no matter how hard it was, mm-hmm. no matter how difficult it was. But he's human. Yes. He's human and flawed, just like he was human and flawed, just like we are. And so he got angry. You know what I mean? He got yeah. angry and he uh, flipped tables and he... And whipped people with... And he whipped people with whips. <laughs> but because, you know, if you think about it, what is what is anger? Anger masks fear, mm-hmm. right? And it was his, I'm sure... Uh, well, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. Uh, my opinion is that it was his fear. Am I doing enough? How can these people stand here before me, see all these miracles I'm performing, but yet they're not getting it? Yeah. Am I doing enough? And what, what I've noticed as well is that, um, at least in the Bible references, we don't know personally, but in the Bible references, he was always getting angry because harm or bad things were being done to others. Right. Yeah, it was never about himself. About himself, yeah. Ever. I mean, I, he may have, and we're just not seeing it in the Bible, but it was always leave my people alone, leave my friends, my family, um, leave these people trying to worship God, just leave them alone, let them let them do their thing. Stop making rules that are not of God. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, as always, great talk, Laura. Yes. I and it. hope all of you have a wonderful, wonderful week. And we will be actually doing our next episode live on wisdom here shortly for Who Said You Have To? Yes. And it will be the second part of our two-part series on how to help your teen survive, survive being a teenager. Yes. So. so you're loved just as you are. Peace. Until next time, love eternal, the oracle and stand for truth, the warrior. If you have suggestions for topics that you would like us to cover or have any questions, please feel free to contact us at oracleandwarrior@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can also check the show notes for all social media links.